career and your growth towards the David Group and growing all these brands, did you consistently learn and educate yourself throughout that time? 100%. It's the only way you can succeed in business, especially when you're young. You don't have first-hand on-the-job experience, so you need to find uh, people that have done it before, whether that's YouTube videos. You know, we, we've talked about a lot about reading and it might sound like I'm some bookworm. The truth is I struggle to read. I don't read heaps and heaps of books a year. I watch a million YouTube videos yeah. and I read it's a million blog right? posts yeah. and I, like I go on PubMed and read studies there. So it's not just about books, but yeah, I, I, they're, they're the, the resources that I have relied on to grow very, very quickly. And that's why I put so much time into my YouTube. You know, these people have unlocked the optionality we keep talking about within my life and a, a degree of happiness as well. Yeah, hands down. Podcasts are also one. Sorry, podcasts. <laughs> podcasts actually, to be honest, podcasts, I would almost put that above YouTube, yeah. to be honest, in, in how I've well, sort Downloading the information from other people's brains, are exactly. you? Learning from their experiences. What are the benefits from growing these social media accounts and does it help fast track some of the growth that you see in those businesses? It's incredibly powerful. You know, Mr. Beast just opened a restaurant and so there was like 10,000 people stormed the mall and he filled out a whole mall. People were camping out for 24 hours. That is the power of community and these followings. You know, he did 100 million in his first year without opening a restaurant, just say selling like a franchise model, a digital franchise model through Uber Eats. These communities are so, so powerful. There is the transactional element where you could just build a platform to advertise through and that's kind of the influencer model but I think if you can build a a community where you really support people all of the brands the future direct consumer e-commerce brands big ones uh, will have that sense of following and that community behind them the the digital platforms they will get an influencer behind it and they will be the biggest you know Kim Kardashian just launched a fund as well if you think about the value proposition of Someone like me, okay, Udi's just in the early stages and I go to one of these venture funds that they have you know, a bunch of investments, good strategic advisors, or I go to Kim Kardashian and she can just post and just literally annihilate the competition and create all of, capture all of the market share within a week. It's, it's a no-brainer. So community is, is so good and the, the way to do it is through those digital channels. As a CEO, managing director of a business, what can I do? Because I don't, I don't want to be the sure. person that just stands in front of the camera and goes, hey guys, like, you know, yeah. although I do do that every now and again, it's just more the imposter syndrome kicks in. Why yeah. would anyone want to listen to what I have to say? There's a few things to unpack there. First of all, is it worth it for, for a CEO? We're capital allocators and we're time allocators. As a CEO, it might not be the best use of your mm. time. Is there someone we can hire to do that, to, mm. to leverage that? And then there's the other point, which is, Maybe it's just insecurities coming out that maybe that is the best of your use of your time, but you're making excuses. We've talked about happiness. There's no point if you are successful and have optionality to put yourself through an unhappy thing to create money. Mm. You know, that, that's against what we're trying to do in our lives. We're trying to create freedom. And you are going to tie yourself to that role because once you're there, you are irreplaceable. A lot of things to consider. No situation is going to be exactly the same. I don't regret doing it for myself, obviously. It's um, incredibly rewarding. But I don't recommend every single CEO to try to capture their audience through TikTok. And it also might not align with their brand. If you're a serious brand, you're, you're 
dancing around on TikTok, it's going to discredit you. The way we did it at the Udi, which was quite quick, not many people had done this, but, but it wasn't intentional, is we uh, had a very, very talented person in custom service that had already grown a TikTok following and she just became the face. She handles the entire account, she creates all the content, she's on the platform 27, and we can measure the return on investment via post-purchase surveys. So you understand how much this platform actually brings in. Incredibly lucrative for us, but for a smaller business, you you need to justify it. And there's sometimes also role sharing abilities because we're talking about creating content here. You know, there's plenty of places that you need content created that could get a return on investment and you could just share that resource to at least explore something like TikTok. In the corporate world, building Instagram, I mean, LinkedIn in the corporate world is one that is probably more prevalent. Is there a different approach for LinkedIn or is that something you've explored? Sure. LinkedIn, Twitter is very underrated. Yeah, Twitter I, is I agree with that. Yeah. Been meaning to get around it, but I, I don't think it would take, it'd be very hard to grow hack 100,000 Twitter followers quite yeah. quickly and get millions of impressions. Um, Why is that? Why? It's just, it's just a great platform if just to create the community is strong, the ability to grow is strong. There's not many ads that really disrupt the platform. Mm. Um, one like and it goes to the followers. It's just like LinkedIn as well. Um, so LinkedIn, you know, there's people that, like, that have been on Twitter for ages that are now sharing that uh, Twitter content onto LinkedIn and it's just going viral because they really do give a lot of impressions quite cheaply. So I think you're, you've identified the two opportunities that I see there as well. to to grow those platforms and it's text-based content as well which is Mm. much much easier Um, to a degree you know copy we've really struggled to find a great copywriter that can replicate my tone of voice and understand the subject matters uh, deeply as well so your advice would be for everyone to try to grow that if you're looking to grow and scale your business it depends on what business it depends what returns you're going to get it depends how easily you can track those returns it can also it also depends on what your long-term objectives is these these things are non-linear if it if it goes crazy you it'll 100x your business in three years Mm. so it's it's about understanding a return on investment timeline as well yeah so for for any startup or entrepreneurs Mm. would your advice be to get onto the social media platforms and just promote the shit out of it right or would it be like at least test it at least test at it. least test you'd it. be silly not to. you'd be silly you'd be silly not to there's really no there's so many social media platforms that i'd be surprised in any business model that you couldn't get one of them to work if mm. it was even a painting like even a service provider for painting commercial houses, TikTok's going to oh, work for you. There's something so calming about yeah. the, the brush yeah, stroke. It is. <laughs> if you're a service-based consulting business, LinkedIn and Twitter's probably going to work for yeah. you. How do you overcome... You know, I talked about this off-air before where, you know, the the idea of speaking publicly or people think listening to what we have to say and actually it meaning something mm. to them. How do you do or manage the imposter syndrome that goes with those videos? I think the imposter syndrome is all around growth. If you're not, if you don't have imposter syndrome, chances are you're probably not at, like pushing yourself hard enough or putting yourself in growth situation. I have very deep imposter syndrome. I don't know when it will go away, if it will ever go away, but it's just something that, you know, I'm, I'm working on. I think I'm just trying to become more happy and complacent with how I see myself rather than how other people see myself. What was one lesson through that chaos period that will hold the Davy group and the Udi 
business in good stead from now into the future? I think really just understanding what your business is. What is your strategy? Is it sustainable? Is it anti-fragile? Those kind of things. Um, to live. <laughs> one one iOS change and where we our business halves. Like yeah. that is not stable. Granted, I don't even think Facebook understood their platform reliance for Apple, so it'd be hard for me to predict that. But mm. it's just a lesson in um, yeah, diversification, stability. Yeah, I really liked your point earlier about instead of trying to spread too thin mm-hmm. in horizontally, think vertically. Mm-hmm. It's definitely goes to the point of really niching out, right, on your product. The more you try to do, the more chance that there is. Yeah, well, it's capital allocation. Where is the best use of my finance capital and I was being told by all these private equity firms and VCs that you need to be more diversified. I took that as more brands. But truth is, it was better off being spent um, diversifying and supporting duty, which we now do uh, to its full degree. Thank you so much uh, for your time today. We'll wrap it up there. It's been an amazing chat, learning a little bit more about what's going on inside your head today than, than, you know, I think we can jump on your YouTube and learn about how to grow on scale and all the success you've had there. But uh, it's been really enjoyable learning. You know, there's, there is a human behind these brands who is actually learning and, and, and trying to grow himself and the business as, as it grows and scales. So, you know, kudos for everything you, you've done and kudos for everything you're going to do. I'm very, very excited about where you're going and, and, and the, where the business is going as well. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for, yeah, I think you've me worthy. It's great. Beautiful. Thank you, everyone. Uh, that's Thanks, it for guys. now. We'll um, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the podcast all. You can check out the show notes if there was anything of interest to you and find out more about us at synergyiq.com.au. I am going to ask though, if you did like the podcast, it would absolutely mean the world to me if you could subscribe, rate and review. And if you didn't like it, that's all right too. There's no need to do anything. Take care, guys. All the best. All the best.